Um, okay. Okay, we just have a shot of you like kind of like in like throw up mode or something. <laughs> Dude, oh, okay, this would be a really good way to start the live stream now because I, I have a story. I, You know what? Maybe I should just do a thing where I start uh, – you have to pop out chat. There we go. I just need to maybe start having a thing where like at the beginning of live streams we um, – Throw up. <laughs> have like a story time or something. Oh. <laughs> no, not not the vomit thing, but no. So so get this right. The um this is yesterday. I ended up uh going to I was getting my car worked on and all that stuff, and I ended up going somewhere, and uh, I was waiting for the stores to open because it was like nine forty five. Things opened up at ten, mm. and I'm out, and I was like I I was on my phone. I was playing Pokemon. I was catching some stuff, and then all of a sudden, it's raining really heavy. And that happens well too. Yeah, yeah, dude. But um, no, then all of a sudden, I just hear like from the opposite side of the parking lot, like, Bleh! and I'm like, what the hell? I look over and I just see this dude who his legs are apart and he's just like looking like this on the ground between the sidewalk and his car. And he's there for like 20 seconds. And then his dog just jumps out of the car. And I'm like, I, I don't, I, I think he threw up. I have no idea. Because based off the sound you made, it sounded like he violently threw up. <laughs> based off the sound, based off the action, based off his position, it seemed like he threw up. I think he did. I don't know. I can't verify it, but that's all I know at this so point. So gross, dude. Yeah. Hey, this is a. It wasn't me looking out for it. I was just waiting for the damn store to open so I would have something to do. <laughs> Jesus. I am. Yeah. Um, one of my coworkers has an extremely sensitive stomach. Like he's really sensitive about everything. And um, there's since I've started working there, um, there's been like five or six occasions where I've almost made him throw up, dude. Like I've got him dry heaving and shit because he apparently thinks I'm like really disgusting human being. And like anytime really? I talk, dude, anytime I talk about like uh, uh, there's this guy I, don't, I won't name drop, but there's a guy at my work too that uh, he's uh, he's kind of a nasty nasty dude. And uh, he went to the bathroom and like violently shit, I guess. And um, I went into the restroom right after him, and uh, you could literally like taste the aroma in the air. Oh and god! So, and so I left the bathroom and was like kind of gagging myself. And my coworker was like, "What do you? What's like? What's wrong?" And I was like, "Dude, like I could taste like whatever so and so left in there." And he just like like the thought of that and seeing me gag, he started gagging himself too, dude. And like he had to get up and like walk and like. <laughs> Dude, I'm dying laughing, like obviously trying to like up his his dry heaping because I really want to make. I, I told um I told my buddy that that's like my goal at this company is to make you throw up at least once while I work here. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Like, also, uh, I, I just noticed now, well, people who are going to be coming in, like, well, for the, you know, for the actual podcast, once audio and all, they'll get that point. But I, I made this mistake again. At least I caught it here. But the the live stream was un unlisted. Oh no shit. Yeah, so it's public now. It's fine. Okay. But yeah, it was unlisted for the past two or three minutes. We were talking about all the nasty stuff. So at least if people come in now, it'll be okay. Yeah, I um, I still don't see it popping up on your. It better be popping up. Well, let me check um, my subscription. If it doesn't pop up, I'm gonna be slightly upset. I found it. You did? Yep. Cool. Okay. Like it's live. It's working. All that stuff. Like it. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I think we. Oh wait, no, I need to, I need to go to my stream thing now. We're still getting used. Well, at least, okay, not. I shouldn't lump Daniel into this. I'm still getting used to all the hangout stuff, which I probably shouldn't, to be honest, because I think they're gonna be deprecating this here soon. So. Yeah, you said they were moving, right? And like uh, putting into play their own YouTube. Uh, yes. 
Yeah, they they are them. going they are going to be changing it up at one point. So um, they're they're going to be they're going to be removing the hangouts on air thing, and they're going to make it something else. We what we what it is we don't know. It's just going to be better for YouTube streaming. So it'll be an actual YouTube branded thing, not so much a hangouts thing that's on YouTube. I don't really understand why. It's like it's fine, dude. It's Google. Like it's all fucking Google. But I guess like they want to do brand it with YouTube. So whatever. Exactly. Maybe yeah. they'll take. Maybe I mean if they make it better, then by all means. But I just, I mean, Hangouts is pretty solid in my opinion. You know, I don't really have much uh, to bitch about in terms of. It, it has some issues here and there. It has some limitations. I think they just want something like smoother, more live, like live stream friendly, just you know, cleaner, but also with more features and all that, and actually YouTube branded. Because right now, this is not YouTube branded. This is Google and Google Hangouts. Yeah, yeah. They want something like, let's say, like use not well, you stream is a thing, but like YouTube streamable or something. Yeah. You know? Right now, right now they're kind of just piggybacking their other service. Exactly, which I mean makes sense, but it's been it's been so also it's been so many years. It's like okay, why doesn't YouTube have their own exclusive streaming thing? Yeah, or just stuff like this. Well, especially when I mean they were trying to compete with Twitch and become you know a streaming platform in themselves. So that's true. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. Well, on a side note, I don't think that they ever actually accomplished what they set out to do. I don't see. I mean, granted, there's still a lot of people that stream on YouTube, but I don't see people leaving Twitch, dude, at all. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, no. Twitch is still that known live streaming site, so it's gonna if be I'm, like that. If I'm looking for live streaming, which I watch actually, believe it or not, a fair amount, there's a, a chick that paints video game stuff. I always watch, and then Counter Strike competitive, as well as a couple other people. Hundred percent Twitch is like that's where I'm at. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. So no, I feel you on that. Anyways, let's actually get to these here. So hey everyone, so now that we people are joining and the live stream is public and all that, welcome. My my fault, but. It wasn't public, but uh, I am Mr. Mario, otherwise known as Danny, and I'm one half of Mod Chat here. Who's the other half that's here with me? It's me. <laughs> also, Daniel, the Danny, Daniel. No, I'm just kidding. Daniel, um, formerly known as the Dope Swanner, formerly known as Dope Swanner 930, currently known as ModBot. That's <laughs> a dumb thing, dude. I feel like an idiot every time I say that. Just Daniel, like I'm, I'm Daniel. <laughs> I, I just call you the YouTuber formerly known as the Dope Owner 930. Yeah, basically, but I mean Daniel or Modbot, either way, I, I don't really care. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So that's me. So okay. flip, flip the script either way, six half dozen or whatever it is. It's yeah. the same thing. Same person, man. Yeah, but I'm the uh, I guess more irresponsible half of my chat in terms of you know being here, but it's okay. We forgive you. Thank you. Yeah. Anyways, hope everyone's doing well, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, this is our second time doing this live. So if it's kind of rough, forgive us. It's going to happen. Uh, but at this point, we have a few things that we wanted to cover. And uh, what we normally do with this is we're going to cover our stuff. We'll be talking with the audience and all that as well, too, which is you all. If you're listening to this live right now, if it's not live, so you're watching a pre-recorded version or you are listening to it, then, uh, you know, hopefully you could join in live with us sometime. But either way, uh, we have a few topics that we'd like to cover. And then we'll probably open it up to user discussion later on. And then that'll be the end of the podcast. So that's kind of what we're aiming for at this point. We did it once. People seem to really like it so that's why we're doing it again yeah uh version one was a success so we decided because originally we weren't um we were just going to do one live me and, me and mr mario talked about doing a live one for a while and uh it's like for like a special occasion type thing yeah for a special occasion and then i think that after how well it came across after the first one i mean 
one, it's really cool to be able to interact with you guys. Two, you guys seem to like it. Three, um, you know, you actually have something to look at on screen. Like if you do want to actually watch a video um, versus just having the audio uh, per se after the fact. So we kind of decided that, uh, you know, it's not more difficult really for us to set up this live stream. So what the heck, we might as well go with it if that's what the people want. So Of course. Yeah, it seems like that's what the people want. So it's it's gone over well enough. And, I mean, we enjoy doing it. So it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I, I actually, like, really like being able to, I don't know, see, well, even you on camera, because when we used to do it before, we weren't, we, we were just, just doing video. Yeah. yeah, so it, it keeps, actually, believe it or not, it keeps my attention much more on because I can actually see I'm talking to you versus, like, talking to your little bubble that glows every time you speak, you know? That's true. Yeah. The, so the ni- yeah, the nice thing is, as well, too, is that it ends up giving us, like, more of a organic talking feel, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um just because of, you know, the it, it's still a conversation even if we do it audio only, but for some reason here it just feels a lot more casual, which it seems like you all like that as well too. So Yeah. yeah. Again, though, that, that's also another thing. If you all have any criticisms, any, you know, any ideas you have, anything you want us to cover, please let us know. We always read that stuff. We do want to know about that. And on top of that, I also had a few questions about this. We're planning to make all future episodes live. So, mm-hmm. yeah, every other episode. Well, not every other, but every episode is going to be live. That's what we're planning. Yeah, all future Exactly. Yeah. So we're good on that. Anyways, hey, hello to everyone that's in here already. But uh, we can talk about the first thing here, which is, Dano, do you know anything about the emulators on Xbox One that have been hitting there recently? I mean, other than you uh, just telling me about it 40 minutes ago, not really. I mean, uh, again, I had heard of this emulator and I tried it out, like I mentioned to you briefly, on my uh, Chromebook because I actually was looking at uh, gaming on Chromebooks and happened to see that was something that someone had brought up. Um, and I briefly tried it, didn't get it successfully working, which again, um, I think was just an error on my part. Oh, actually, no, I lied. I didn't look at any documentation. I fired it up, it did work, but I wasn't able to figure out where to grab, um, like to load my ROM to or from, and I probably spent a total of 60 seconds on it before I was like, ah, and then I got sidetracked with something else, which is like a typical Daniel move. So. Um, <laughs> You know, other than that, no, I didn't know that you can use it from the Xbox One until you told me, which is freaking kick-ass. So, I mean, I'll let you kind of, like, talk a little bit about it since you, I'm sure you said you've, uh, you know, hands-on with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll, um, I can even share my screen here at one point. Let me see. And, uh, okay, we, we got this right here. Cool, I got them. By the way, Michael, I'll get to your question here when we end up changing topics because we are going to be covering Hinkaku stuff and all that. Um, but what happened here, so I'll kind of, let me first share my screen wherever I can find it. Sorry, slightly unprofessional here, but it happens, dude. Screen share, which one is it? So we got it like right here. So if you're looking, this is pretty much what you can get to. And I actually have a video covering this. It was V1. Now this is V2 at the moment we're recording this, which is, was it uh, the 25th of September? But this is the first thing. So Nesbox, I can't really show you directly on here unless I could fire it up on my Xbox One. But it's pretty neat because you open up your Edge browser, you go to this website right here, and then it ends up like I'll even refresh it right here to show you all how it all works. But it gives you this static screen. It comes here, loads in, and loads into your browser. That's the whole emulator right there. Um, on your Xbox One, because when you're on your Xbox One, you're signed to a Microsoft account, you have to load up all the ROMs onto your actual OneDrive account associated with that account, like for Microsoft. And then what you could do is you could select this. You can add a ROM from your OneDrive 
onto pretty much your OneDrive store, not OneDrive, but your Microsoft uh, like Edge browser storage right there. And then you can select the games from your library and play them right there and use your controller and all that. Recently, I just added a bunch of stuff like saving capability, uh, better playback as well too, uh, more options with emulators. Uh, on top of that as well, um, two-player is another thing. So it's been nice to see this. And originally, the story with this was everyone heard about this because Nesbox, like, Daniel, do you know about a Universal Windows platform? Mm-mm. Okay. So Universal Windows platform, whole new thing with Windows 10 and all that stuff. They're trying to make Windows – they're trying to do an Apple thing. They want to make it so that if you're on Windows 10, you can do the same thing on, like, this desktop, this tablet, this Xbox, this phone, whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Universal Windows platform, what that all does is um, it allows you to, if you develop for something, it will just kind of scale it to whatever the specs you're working with is. What happened at that point was a lot of people were instantly like, oh, hey, there's torrent clients, there's emulators, there's all this other stuff on the Windows Store. So that can go onto the Xbox One Store. And it, it makes sense, even though it shouldn't work like that. But a lot of people got excited about it. This ended up going on the Xbox One Store. They were trying to put it on there. I guess the first time it didn't go through properly. And the second time it got put on all the other stores except the Xbox One store because it was not um, ID at Xbox approved. Or like the developer, he didn't use ID at Xbox to do that, which is their indie developer program for the Xbox One. So what he did instead is he ended up creating an HTML5 browser-based emulator, and he put it on itch.io, and you can play it right here. That's freaking awesome. (laughs) That's really cool. Do do you know uh, who the developer is? Oh, let's see. I'm I'm sure. Let me. Uh, is it? Check this out right here. The universal uh, universal emulator right here. It's the same thing. So even if you don't have an Xbox One, like you have like Windows 10 or something, you can still get it on here because this is Nesbox. It's universal emulator, and you can pop it on there. Um, I don't know his actual name here. It's not shown up on here. It just says published by Nesbox. So I couldn't get that to you, unfortunately, at least not right now. But yeah. let's see, Nesbox developer. Looking on the other side to see if... Yeah, I know, and even other people are just calling him, you know, the, the Nesbox developer. I wonder if he purposely did it because he wanted to just kind of be under the radar and just in case, you know, I don't know. I mean, honestly, even one thing people are saying is that the reason why this probably got taken down is because it had so much notoriety. Like, originally, like, it didn't get through certification. Then he changed it up, and it got through certification. And then the internet blew up, and they're just like, oh, my God, the simulator's coming to Xbox One. And it, then it, it did it. It came to everything else except for Xbox One. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's actually pretty neat. And I think right here it seems to do, what is it, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. So it does quite a bit of stuff. Yeah, no, I am. Um, my, my buddy that I actually, because I, I don't actually have my Xbox One anymore, but my buddy has an Xbox One um, completely, you know, like stock, not modified at all. And this is definitely something, as, as long like we and him collect retro games. I'm, I'm sure, like, as you know, I collect retro games, but... Uh, there's definitely certain games that we don't have or for just convenience factor, dude, like it'd be mad fun since you're saying it supports, you know, uh, dual multi, like I can see right there, local multiplayer. It'd be pretty fun to be able to play through certain games, especially on like the uh, SNES, even the NES, I suppose, but uh, definitely the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's definitely a freaking cool thing. I, I got to give it another go. I actually want to try it too, even on my, uh, 
on my Chromebook because when I was looking at it, it did show me that it was it had native support for um, maybe it was Xbox controller or maybe it was even PlayStation, the one that I saw um, directly through just plugging it in, basically like it you know pre pre maps everything for you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's that's really cool. I mean. I I haven't looked into it as further as that. I've just used this one that is exclusive on the Xbox One here. Like it has to use that controller, but it's still, it's incredibly well done, especially for something that's all browser based. Well, I mean, honestly, if we're if we're going back to like even Xbox 360, um, believe it or not, I mean, one of the cool things I liked about my JTAG was emulation, dude. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I I remember I played a fair amount of even just Sonic the Hedgehog on the Genesis emulator, so. The fact that like this is something that you can do without actually having to, um, you know, modify your console at all, it's pretty cool, dude. Because I, I'm almost, I mean, I'd be willing to put money on it that, you know, that there's at least a small percentage of people out there that one of the that was one of the enticing things was to be able to run emulation, and so that you can do that, you know, basically, you know, natively at this point. That's 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 really cool, in my opinion. That's really awesome. Yeah, I mean, you had a lot of people as well, too, that they were saying on, like, Reddit and several other websites, they are like, if this emulator actually comes out to the Xbox One, I will buy an Xbox One just to have yeah. this. No, seriously. Now, then you have a lot of people that they're just like, oh, well, that's a waste. You could spend the same amount of money and build an emulation PC or you could get a Pi. And while that's all true, still, it's like the nice thing is you don't have to finagle with it. Mm -hmm. You buy an Xbox One, you hook it up, you download the day one patches, you get it on Xbox Live. And ideally, if you could get these emulators, that'd be cool. Now, yeah. the reason why I strongly believe that they're not going to be, you know, really supporting this fully is just due to the fact that. Emulators are fine, as long as they don't have any arbitrary or proprietary code directly from the companies like Nintendo or Sega, it's mm -hmm. cool. As long as they're not distributed with ROMs, it's cool. Mm -hmm. The problem that you get into then is the way it looks on the outside is, wait a minute, Microsoft is selling their system and they're openly allowing people to emulate other systems on there, which would require them to go out and pirate these games that they probably don't own. Mm -hmm. And then it looks bad for the system overall, so... So you th wait, wait, what are you saying, though? You're saying you think that they're going to not allow this for ever? Here's the thing with that. I'll, I'll share my screen again right oh. here. If I can get into which screen is it? I think screen three. There we go. I always forget what screen it is. So there's also this thing right here that came out, which is Win64E10. This is the most advanced N64 emulator for Xbox One. Uh, play oh, this works for Xbox One as well? Yeah, and here, here's the thing. So this one, I believe the reason why it, it came out and no issues or anything happened is because there was no big deal about it. With Nesbox, there was a huge deal. There was there, Forbes was covering it. All of these big websites were covering it. Everybody knew about this. People who didn't even know about emulation really knew about Nesbox. Uh -huh. Nobody knew about this thing. This dude, Mobwee or Mobwee or uh, Mobwee, I'm not sure how he say his name. This guy right here, the developer, he didn't say a damn thing. All we knew is that like this was on Reddit. There was a big Reddit post, and it just said somebody uploaded a Nintendo 64 emulator to Xbox One, and it actually works. <laughs> there was why no did, media presence with this. Why does it have such bad feedback? Is it buggy, or is it just? Yeah, from what I've seen, at least with the people that. Well, first off, it, it's it's a paid one, which that's turning off a lot of people. Of course. Like, oh, I don't want to pay for an emulator. I can kind of understand that. The second thing is with it as well too. Yes, from what I have read, it is buggy. It has a lot of issues. It has things that they need to deal with, uh, and because that people aren't really sure how well this is going to stack up on there. Like right now, 
Microsoft hasn't openly come out and said, we're not going to allow emulators on the Xbox One. They haven't publicly acknowledged this. We just know the first one did not go through certification. Like, Nesbox didn't get certified properly the first time. The second time, the certification went through... But they didn't go, like, they didn't get onto the Xbox One because their excuse was it wasn't published through ID at Xbox. I don't yeah. know if the guy tried it again. I don't know. I really don't know if he did. This one right here, it is on the Xbox One. Like, right now, you can go, like, while we're live streaming this, you can pay the 10 bucks for this and get it downloaded onto your Xbox One. I do have a strong feeling, though. It would be interesting if I'm wrong, but I have a strong feeling that it will get taken down. Yeah. That's, well, <laughs> the browser one, I can understand, like, how it's kind of a loophole in a sense, since it's not directly through the, uh, you know, Microsoft's official store, but that's... What, what are we going to do? Take this website and loop it back to localhost on every single Xbox One? Yeah, that's true. What can they really do? It's not, like, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's, I mean, they could, could they potentially, if they wanted to, with an update, like, blacklist it? Then they would run into issues. The problem is with that because then you're pretty much kind of like censoring the internet at that point because it's not an application. It's not something third-party that you're installing. It's a website that you're going to. It's true. Yeah. I mean, for uh, another thing, for example, is none of the companies, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, none of them allow pornography on their consoles. That doesn't stop you from opening up the web browser and going to your favorite porn streaming site that has HTML5 capabilities. It's true. <laughs> that is true. Um... With this, um, with Zen sixty four emulator, is it is it possible to access it through web exclusively, or no? It has to go through. In 64 emulation, it's not even... The problem is it's not even super nice right now. And one okay. reason why is because, like, Project 64, that's the main uh, emulator that came out for the in 64 And because of the weird architecture and just the way that it was tackled and all that... They were more focused on let's get these games running instead of let's get all the games running. <laughs> yeah. So that has positives and negatives from an architecture standpoint. I could see why. From another thing, it's like that's why there's there's games like Super Mario 64 and Super Smash Bros. and Mario Kart. They work almost perfectly. There's other games that probably should run on the emulators, and they handle extremely poorly. Mm -hmm. So with that, because N64 emulation is not nearly up to snuff as it should be, I really don't see it going browser-based anywhere in the near future. Gotcha. It's got way too much uh, kinks and stuff like that that need oh. to be worked out beforehand. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. So also, one person, uh, Murky Conduct right here, he was asking this, but he was asking, is the Xbox moddable? If I take that literally, yes, it is, because original Xbox is moddable. But no, the Xbox One is not moddable. It's just this app went up there for N64 emulation. This website is a thing on there, but there's no public modifications out there yet. Windows 95, I believe, got emulated on the Xbox One via Edge app. I don't think that was Edge, actually. I think somebody had done that through DOSBox. I believe, like, the first day UWP was available, somebody who had uh, dev access on their Xbox One ported um, DOSBox over to the Xbox One and emulated Windows 95 through that. Did, have you, did you load up um, they had Windows for the Nintendo 3DS? No, I didn't. Okay. I did it just for, like, for, for fun, but, I mean, it's not really... I mean, what the fuck, you know? It's more just, like, for like, lols. What do you use Windows 95 for at this point? Unless you're, like, feeling really nostalgic and want to play old games. 
Yeah, exactly. I just, I did it because, I mean, that was the first, for me, um, the computer my parents gave me, like, a hand-me-down was running Windows 95, so it's kind of cool just to see it boot up for, like, old time's sake, but other than that, just to laugh and kind of show it off, it was, you know, what the hell. I mean, it gets emulated on everything. It gets emulated on game systems, like, you know, PSP, 3DS, I don't know if it was on the DS, yeah. um, the Xbox One, I mean, it's on everything, so... They yeah. try that. It's kind of like, can you put Linux on anything? They put Linux on a cookie. They put it on a cracker. They put it on a puppy. They put it on a potato. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't mean it works properly. No, no, the it's, kernel there. Yeah, it just makes you smile. It's just exactly, like, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I want to also answer this too, if you, if you don't mind. But like, no, uh, of course. you know, Shadow of Colossus, this guy's asking, uh, are they figuring out a RGH-ish mod for the Xbox One? If they mean like, I don't know, some private developers out there, most likely. Um, I'm not one of those people. I'm not in talks with those people directly, so I don't know. I can speculate probably, but we're not hearing anything public about it. Has um, has there been any update on Executor's website in the last like eight months or anything? Um, the last time I went there, I'll check it out right now. Um, I'm doing. Be honest, the last time I went there, the forums were like I was looking at all these threads, and I'm like, hmm. Why are people asking questions and not getting yelled at? And then I looked at some of the I'm not name dropping, but like I looked at some of the uh, some of the higher up moderators on there and I noticed that they hadn't been on for like months at a time. Um, all I can speculate is because they like to continuously say, oh, yeah, we're working on stuff. And it's like, I'm I'm not doubting you all. I'm sure you all are working on stuff behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, no, even like I'm looking at stuff on there. Last um, major update they put was DOSBox. Uh, where was that? Um, just it's literally teamexecutor.com. It's before you hit the forums, just on their general. Oh, newspaper. okay. See, I was on the forums by default. Yeah. Crossbox running on Xbox One. That was yeah in May. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, now someone got someone got that running. Yeah. Anyways, for the person who's uh talking about uh, Windows ninety five on there, he's also saying that he believes that you can do it on the Edge app. So I don't, I personally don't know anything about that. I mean, it might be true, but I, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, I don't even. If Mister Mario doesn't know it, <laughs> then I don't know anything. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. It's just I legitimately don't know. So I'm just saying, hey, I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, also, let me bump up my brightness a little bit on here. There we go. Now it's, like, pitch black outside, so... Yeah, my son's my son is beginning to set here in California as well. So your son's going down. It's really windy here today, dude. There was a big sandstorm. Really? Yeah, Darude. Darude? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I also wanted to clarify, uh, Shadow was saying here, um, that the Xbox One NAND was actually dumped, like, very early on. It was, like, the year Xbox One came out, it was dumped. Um, but you can't really do too much with it right now. I don't know if they've decrypted it or anything. They were at least able to run it through some stuff and were able to tell that, like, I when I even looked at, like, the raw code, it's like, yeah, you can tell this drive is in there and all that, but I don't think they figured out a way to decrypt it or anything. Yeah, that, that was actually released, like, still when Xbox 360s were relevant in, in terms of, like, you know, the RGH and RJ tag stuff. I remember seeing the uh, Team Executor post with the, uh, basically, they had the image that showed the NAND points. They even added that to the uh, J, JRunner, didn't they? Yes, yes, because yeah. you can dump the Xbox One NAND. People have done it. I haven't, because, like, mm-hmm. not a reason for me to, but... What's up, WCA? Yeah, what's up, man? WC is one of my favorite people from Australia. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Cool. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know him super personally, but like I've seen him around. So what's up? Man? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> He's actually uh um one of the top moderators on Emu Paradise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've I believe I've seen that before. Not I, I mean the website, but no, I think I've seen that in like his profile or something. But yeah, yeah. Anyways, let me let me get to. So I know Michael. I don't want to. I don't want to seem like I'm ignoring you, but he. We can kind of switch over to the Hinkaku stuff. Now he had asked really early into the stream: Is it worth buying a Vita just to do Hinkaku? And honestly, it's what you want to make out of it. Now there is, for example, like Daniel and I, we love modding any type of system that's out there. So for me, it's like. I would say kind of, yeah, at this point, because there's quite a lot of homebrew on there. Plus, there's now ways to actually run backed-up games and all that stuff in DLC. And there's a lot of people doing undubs and all that, which we're going to be getting into here. Um, but no, it's really evolved and matured as a exploit, a, you know, point method right there. And there's been some stuff that's been kind of, like, just being developed on it. Um, Dano, have you seen any updates from Hinkaku by chance? Not at all. I um. I loaded up the Reddit a little bit ago because you mentioned it, but not since we talked about it in our um, – was it last stream or the stream before that? We talked it was about the last it. stream we did. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I actually – I kind of want to get a um, Vita as well just to mess around with it because I didn't even get into the PSP emulation, which I know was like your favorite scene. Um, yes, it was. My, yeah, I mean I modded my brothers um, a long, long time ago um, – it was something to do with like a battery exploit. Um, oh, the uh, jig kick. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It did that one. And um, I was looking through my brother's room the other day pretty violently <laughs> to, to try to find his PSP to see if he still had it. And I don't know. I think we might have turned it into a GameStop once upon a time. But um, yeah, I kind of feel like, especially since there's quite a lot of stuff, it seems like, you know, at least in the in the Reddit going on about it, it'd be kind of fun to pick up. Um, especially since it's portable, that way I can kind of mess on it on the go wherever I'm at. So I was going to say, even if you don't want to get a Vita specifically, the PS TV, it's like at the point, the PlayStation TV, it's pretty much just a set-top box version of the Vita. Mm -hmm. You can get them for stupid cheap now. You can get them for like 20, 30 bucks brand new. Oh, you can run Hankaku on that? Yeah, because it's just a Vita, but it's like a little... I, man, I got a few of them. Hold on, I'm, I'll, I'll just show you real quick. Um, is it... No. Hold on. Let me actually find where the hell it is. Okay. There's some. It's bad when I lose track of my consoles, dude. <laughs> my buddy's wife was actually showing me at Target the other day. They had them on like stupid sale. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, I think the other day at Target they were like probably fifty or sixty bucks, and there was a half off coupon you could use. Yeah, cartwheel. That's, that's what she showed me exactly. So this right here, that is the PlayStation TV. As you can see, it's just like it's in the palm of my hand right there. Uh -huh. and on the back, it has, you know, Ethernet, HDMI, USB, uh, and memory card slot. But on the side here, it also has a Vita slot right there. So this is just a TV version of a Vita. Um, you can hook up a PS3 or PS4 controller to it, wired or wirelessly. And you could do all the same stuff on there. In fact, I actually prefer to do stuff on here with Hinkaku because, one, I don't care about it as much. And two, the other thing is it's Ethernet. So when I FTP stuff, it's a lot easier to do all that stuff. Wait, you can play through any Vita game through that device? Um, kind of. Now, that's one thing with this device. There's a lot of limitations on games. If you okay. install Hinkaku, though, 
you can end up putting a whitelist on there. And the way Sony did this was just stupid because there's a lot of, like, there's some games, I understand. Some games require the camera or the mm. microphone, something that you don't have available to you, or they require the back touch screen. So therefore, you can't play them properly on here. But there's a lot of games, like, for example, Wipeout is perfectly playable with a controller, and it's blacklisted. So the Via has an actual whitelist file, and it verifies mm -hmm. the game ID with what you put in there. And if the game ID of your game is not on that whitelist, it doesn't play. Gotcha. There's a file that you can replace where it just allows every single game, and whether they work properly or not is really up to you. Um, gotcha. But yeah, no. So you can, if you install Hinkaku, you can end up modding it to play every single Vita game. Will every single Vita game work and be playable on there fully? No. But you can at least boot up every single game. Yeah, and give it for a test drive. That's that's cool. Well, I mean, I can, I can in a sense understand why they wouldn't want you know things that don't really work to be able to playable because for your average consumer, they might be like, what the heck, this thing doesn't work, you know, yada yada. But at the same time, it'd be cool if there was a setting under settings where it, it was like an advanced option to basically allow you know, all games to function. Mm -hmm. No, I gotcha. I, um, I think the only, the only downside of this is the reason why this didn't do that well is because, okay, in Japan, this was, I feel like it, it was marketed as the Vita TV. Yeah. And they love the Vita. I think the Vita is a great handheld. Mm -hmm. um, over here, the Vita didn't do that well. In addition to that, they labeled it as the PlayStation TV and they labeled it as a little set top box that you can use to stream your PlayStation 4 to. Mm-hmm. They really, in advertising, completely omitted the fact that this plays Vita games. So, well, doesn't that also work for like the PS uh, streaming service? Like the PS it does work for PlayStation now. Yeah, which is pretty cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to do this like almost exclusively as a streaming device in the U.S. It's like, hey, this allows you to stream your PS4 to other rooms in the house and stream on PS Now. Oh, by the way, it also plays Vita games. No, I don't what? No, it doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't really know that. Because literally, like, when my buddy's wife told me about it the other day, um, and she had that 50% off Carwheel app, and uh, I, I was like, oh, like, cool, that sounds cool. Like, that's really freaking cheap. So I Googled it, and I just looked at, like, the Amazon description of it, and I was like, eh, it sounds kind of dumb. Like, it doesn't really – I don't really see the benefit of it. But if I can play all the Vita games, and I didn't realize it was, it was compatible with Hankaku, and, you know, you can use the PlayStation Now, then, like – it might actually be worth picking up, especially if I can find one for, you know, like that $40, $30 price range. Yeah, dude. Just you, to even, have. Even, I think, honestly, don't pay more than 30 bucks for it. Just, I'm not saying it's not worth it, but just because it's like, you Readily can buy them in abundance for like $20, $30. If you're paying more than $30 for it, you're overpaying, unless it comes with like a game and a controller. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, if I can find it with a controller bundle, that'd be cool, because I actually don't even have a uh, controller anymore. I mean, I mean the there, a bunch I could steal, but... I mean, know. there was even one I saw that... Uh, this is probably about a year or so ago. I wanted to get it at Best Buy because they, they had these uh, they had these PSTVs, and um, it was a deal where it was like a Lego game and a PS3 controller and the PSTV for like 50 bucks. That's a good deal. That's and a great I'm like, deal. wow, the controller itself is 40 or $50. Yeah, I was totally buy that, freaking... but they're sold out! Oh. Yeah, basically getting it for like free. Mm-hmm. What are they? Yeah. No, it's totally uh, PST. What are they called? PSTV? What's up? What, the name of it is PSTV? PlayStation TV. Oh, PlayStation. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. PlayStation. Some TV. of the stuff that's that's going on here. There's there's no PS2 emulator for the PSV or PSTV. That'd be amazing if there was one there. Um, 
PS4 modding scene. I mean, technically, there's a jailbreak on seven point. Okay, from what I know, this is nothing's really changed since the last episode. Uh, jailbreak, technically jailbreak. Uh, 1.76 PS4s or lower. You can actually run unsigned code, all that stuff. Um, although there's not much development on there, unfortunately. One person whose name is Pixel Butts, or on YouTube, he is Proto, like P R O T O space F G T. Say that how you will. Um, he has a bunch of videos showing games running through Linux on the PlayStation 4 that he has jailbroken. So there's that. And I think on three point so there's a new update out for PS4. I think it's three no, it's four point oh, four point oh, that's it. Four point oh they did patch it, but on three point five five maybe 3.56 i think it was 3.55 they actually did have hinkaku proof of concept on there but we didn't see anything from it now on ps4 yeah on ps4 yeah so i mean sure we'll get something later on i'm sure but like right now there's nothing but we need to look more into the future not the present yeah well hinkaku um from what i remember you basically talking about and i was talking about last time it's basically similar to the webkit exploit right yeah yeah like it uses the same core fundamentals as. I mean, essentially, it's what it is. Is is a WebKit exploit. It is. Yeah. Yeah, that's how they found it. Yeah. Yeah. In addition to that, this is actually this this is what intrigues me. Um, one of the main people behind this. So this is something I haven't even really covered yet. But um, one thing, there is a new application out called Vitamin, and it's on the Vita. And pretty much what this does, I've tested it with one game, works pretty well. Uh, you pretty much just load up this app, and then it is able to dump your games. So now Vita Piracy is a little bit rampant. You can use it for backup purposes, though. But it's been getting a lot of updates as well, too. So now it supports DLC. People are also using this to end up dumping their games and do undubs and several other modifications. Like Binding of Isaac, that's gotten modded to hell and back, which is really cool to see. We're seeing a lot of like JRPGs and all that stuff that are now getting undubs. In case you don't know what an undub is, it's just... Japanese audio with English subtitles. So people are now doing that with a bunch of games, and people are just having fun running amok with them, which is awesome to see. I always love seeing stuff like that. For this for the Vita? This for the Vita, yeah. So if they are dumping their games and then dubbing them, they're doing it themselves? I mean, they're literally typing it up in English? Uh, no, so pretty much what they're... I'm making this really basic to anybody uh. who might be yelling at me. Um, I know there's a lot more work that goes into it, but... Pretty much what people are doing is they are taking these games, they are dumping them, so they're able to get like the actual files and all that stuff. Then they go into them and replace like the English audio files with the Japanese audio files from the Japanese dump of the game, then repack it and put it back out there so that way you can play through the game with the original Japanese dub with English subtitles. Oh, okay, got you. Which is yeah. just not an option that they included with the final game. Exactly. So you, have to, you have to choose whether you want all English or Japanese. Yeah, which even that is kind of shocking too, because like uh, I, I know a lot of people aren't into you know JRPGs or other type of like niche Japanese games, but like one game for example, Persona 4 Golden, excellent game on the Vita. Um, that actually kind of shocked me personally. I like the English dub. I think they did a fantastic job with it, but because it's kind of a more niche style, you know, heavily anime based JRPG. I'm actually pretty shocked that they didn't give you an option to have either English or Japanese voices. You can mm -hmm. only have English voices. That is weird. Because a lot of people, like, I mean, even a lot of people that, like, um, are pretty heavy in anime, a lot of them prefer the Japanese audio over, yeah. you know, English 100% just because it doesn't have the same, um, I don't know, I guess... Uh, what, what it doesn't have the, the same authenticity. 
Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. Huh. So, and then, okay, when it comes to once they switch out the files, then you basically can just run the uh, image file since, like, through uh, Hikaku? Yeah, because what it does is, uh, it, the, the big thing is, too, people have been able to dump games for a minute. Um, nobody was able to really decrypt them, though. So what this does is it actually, like, it runs your game. It's kind of similar to what um, the Wii U has for, what the hell is it? Um, there's a dumper on there. It's DDD, that's it. That You can dump games on there and all that stuff, and it decrypts them for you and everything. So... Uh, the same thing with the Vita. You pretty much you run the games through Vitamin. I've only done it once, so my process on it's kind of shady hazy, at best. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a bit hazy, admittedly. Um, but you run the game through hit, uh, through Vitamin, and it ends up opening it. It uses another type of exploit, and then it is able to dump all the files and decrypt everything properly, and it packs it into a VPK file. And a VPK file is kind of like a zip archive except for the Vita. And then mm -hmm. what you can do is you can use Hinkaku or any type of other file management system to install that VPK. Gotcha. Then you can boot it directly. Yes. Once it's installed. Huh. Yep. Because it just shows up on your title screen after that. That's wicked cool. That's actually an extremely useful um, thing to be able to do. You know. It is. That's that's neat. Yeah. yeah. How, how how often would you say you play a Vita? Like on a week to week average basis? Do you play? <sighs> to be honest, I really don't play that much. I've I've noticed as I've started moving around less. Mm -hmm. um, I really don't touch my handhelds as much. Like in college, it was fantastic because I was on the go and all that stuff. Um, high school, middle school would have been great. Um, that's when I love my handhelds. I still love handhelds, but it's like now I come home and I'm like, well, do I want to play on like this little screen right here or do I want to play on like my 50 inch TV? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's not even, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not even a question. <laughs> yeah. So I'm more of like the computer monitor, you know, TV console type person. Yeah, I will. I mean, I I like uh, for me the most time I ever used my handhelds was uh, vacation. Actually, dude, uh, when I was younger, when my family would travel a lot on vacation, I would always bring like my Game Boy, you know, for just the car rides or when you know there's downtime or whatever. Even I actually played a lot. Believe it or not, the one time I played a lot was every night when we were going to bed in the little tent. <laughs> I crawled in my sleeping bag. You'd pop out my Game Boy and you know play for like at least an hour or two before knocking out. What type did you have? Do you have like a Game Boy Advance SP that had the backlight on it or what? Um, back then, I don't think I did. Dude. I think I had the Game Boy Advance, but I had the little like book light thing that clipped oh. on to, you know, you I remember had thing, those, right? but Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they worked. I mean, it wasn't ideal compared to obviously what we have now, but honestly, for the time, for the times, it, it was, it was plenty good for me, man. I was a kid and I, as long as I could see my dude moving back and forth and, you know, I'm a happy camper. <laughs> I remember, the, uh, see, I, I love the shape of the original one, but I remember it was so disappointing for me because I, the first night I got my Game Boy Advance. Mom and I go out, we get it, come back home, I unbox it, I'm playing it in my living room, and uh, I can't see it all that well, but it's still playable, you know? Yeah. So I was like, oh, now I can play games before I go to bed. This is awesome. Like, I play them in my room. So I remember I went into my room, I turned off the lights, I got under the covers, flip on the Game Boy Advance. Can't see shit. Can't see shit. <laughs> I didn't see backlights, yep. I didn't notice any of that work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember actually because my, my parents had a, a rule where like, you know, when it was bedtime, I wasn't really supposed to be playing video games. And so I would have to, when I had my book light thing, I was so stoked, but I would have to actually go under the sheets and under the comforter so that way the bright light wouldn't shine through, like if they happened to walk by the hall or whatever, you know. So that's pretty funny. Um, complete side note, because we're talking about like old school stuff real quick. Um, I actually went to the swap meet for the first time 
uh, about two weeks ago when uh, my buddy that I live with, his friend came down from Montana, and we were looking for retro stuff. Um, they didn't really have any games, but I found this lady selling magazines, and I actually picked up, I have in my car still, um, three Nintendo Powers from, like, 96, dude. Nice. And, yeah, and I was hyped because on one of them, dude, it's the edition that shows and talks about Pokemon coming from Japan to the United States. It, it basically has a little thing, and it shows the Game Boy... Um, Game Boy Color version of it in Japanese, and it talks a little bit about it in English. I might even like make an episode where I show it off because it's just like I was like, oh my god, you know, for me like this takes me back. I mean, '96, I was fucking four years old, dude. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's just it was really cool for me to see, um, you know, Nintendo Powers because obviously I know they have like a, a retro magazine that was created, and there's still video game magazines, but to me, like, there's nothing quite like the old Nintendo Power magazines, you know. Nothing like a gaming magazine. No, no. Now at this point, it's like they. I, I wouldn't mind having some of them, but like I think I got rid of most of my archive of magazines because like they take up space and all that, man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But again, for me, with like having a couple Nintendo Powers laying around, like I can't, I can't be upset about that, dude. Yeah. Oh, 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 of course, of course. There's, <laughs> actually, recently I've been going to a few local thrift shops because now I finally found like some thrift shops I actually really like, and they have like oh. crazy sales and all that. And yeah. dude, it's been great. Like just like some of the game deals I'm getting and all that. And, like even like I like I got a PS2 for two fifty. Wait, two dollars fifty cents? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's the awesome. old, dude. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a really funny. Honestly, like a PS2, um, if I find it for ten dollars, I'm buying it. Like that's typically like my number. Ten dollars to me for PS2 is a steal. Like that's a really good deal. Because of the swap meets I go to, it's not uncommon for people to say like forty to sixty dollars still for a PS2. Like twenty, you could quite commonly ish find around twenty ish. Twenty is fair, I'd say. Twenty, 20 is fair. But again, the thing is me and my buddy say like when we go to the swap meets, we're not really looking for fair. We're looking for like steals, basically, you know. People just want to get rid of their shit. Cause I don't need a PS2. I've literally got, you know, three of them. But even, for ten dollars, I'm like, you know, dust I'll dust you off and take you home. You know, essentially. Even locally around here, like shops sell them for like at least fifty, sixty bucks. Um, yeah, it's not uncommon. like all those older systems seem to be just kind of going up in value by like five or ten dollars every few mm -hmm. years well the thing is like um my girlfriend's family they actually uh her brother still to this day religiously plays his ps2 he has like a, a need for speed game that he plays like just insanely amount he loves it on his they have an xbox 360 um they don't have the current gen but they have 360 and they, they definitely play the ps2 a lot more than their 360 which is pretty wild honestly mm -hmm. you know but yeah, I um, what was I like? I've been on my place actually because I've been like really off my like main systems. I've been playing Attack on Titan on Xbox One, but like I've mostly been on like the PlayStation, PlayStation Two recently. I guess technically 360 now because I'm, I've been kind of on. Well, I played Twist Metal Black. That was great. Replayed Silent Hill Two, Silent Hill a few times. Right now I'm I'm kind of on a Silent Hill kick, so I'm playing yeah. Silent Hill Two right now. God, that that game is still fucking terrifying, man. But it's so good. Never played played it or anything. I, I just remember hearing such scary things about it when I was growing up, dude. The problem is right now I'm playing it in like true five point one surround sound, and good god, it just it, it makes me lose my shit. It's still you're still playing though, like just the old school original PS one version. Uh, the PS one version I was playing for the first Silent Hill, but like PS two, admittedly, I am playing the three sixty version because it's on three sixty wireless controller and it looks nicer. Yeah, got you. Some people are just like, you should play the patch PS3 version. I'm like, I don't, I don't like playing on the PS3. I'd rather play on 360. We've talked about that. Yeah, we've talked about it. <laughs> Definitely in the past, uh, past episodes. Mm -hmm. Of course. 
Yeah, I was gonna say one one last thing in regards to uh, what is it? Uh, no, like Kinkaku and all that stuff. So apparently, do you remember I mentioned before that um, there is a PSP emulator built into the Vita? Mm, maybe. So there is a PSP emulator built into the Vita. We know that now. Um, we've known that for years because that's how it, it, it pretty much piggybacks. Because okay, PSP had a PS1 emulator built into it. What they did was they took all of that and put it into the Vita. So the Vita technically has a PSP emulator that technically has a PS1 emulator. Cool. Okay, makes sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah so you got to yeah. go like emulatorception on there. Yeah. Um, for a while, now there is there are a few things. There's two prominent things on the Vita. There is, uh, I think, Vita Half-Byte Loader which that just allows you to take a PSP game, kind of modified in a way so that you can open up Vita Half-Byte Loader and run Vita emulators and Vita Home... No, no, PSP emulators and PSP Homebrew on the Vita, which is cool, but you can't access, you know, PSP ISOs. You can't access the actual PSP menu or anything. And then there's also something called, like, um, ePSP Custom Firmware, which stands Uh for Emulated PlayStation Portable Custom Firmware. Uh, that requires a more, like, kernel-level exploit in a way, so you kind of have to use, like, a save game exploit on an exploitable PSP game, and then at that point, you're able to access the PSP kernel completely, mm-hmm. which is what people want, because it's like, oh, hey, I have a Vita that's unlocked. Now I have a PSP built into it that's fully unlocked, and I can do whatever the hell I want to on there. So recently, the flow who he's been the person who's been really heading Hinkaku and all that, because it was originally a team of people... It got this a whole other thing, but it got leaked out. They disbanded. The flow's been heading that. I'm sure he's had help, um, or maybe he hasn't. I don't know. But point is, he's been really spearheading that publicly. Mm -hmm. Um, He just said today that he's gained kernel access to EPSP on the Vita, which is awesome because now he has access, but I don't think he's doing a custom firmware for it. So it's now just up to other people. But he's kind of put it out there and said, hey, it's possible. I got it. Damn. That's deep. (laughs) That's really deep. So now soon, that means if you install Hinkaku on your Vita, you'll also have a full PSP custom firmware thing available to you, which is awesome, because then it's like, wow, now I have, like, both my favorite handhelds in one handheld. Wait, so can, you hit, can you hit the PS1 emulator up, though, from the PS Vita, or no? With, technically, you can, because, like, for example, you download those uh, PS1 classics, and then they run through that emulator. Because, yeah. even like, the menus, the settings, everything is still the same on there. Huh. I just well because if, if the PS, I think, yeah, and it might be it, some stuff that's even changed. Like I, somebody might yell at me; they'll be like, "No, you're completely wrong." And it's like, okay, just nicely tell me why I'm wrong. But yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just thinking though, to like, because emulation takes a lot of processing power. Typically, you know, um, in terms of like, like, I mean, you obviously like you typically get to have much higher hardware to run that because it's not obviously built exclusively to run that. So I'm just thinking though, to be able to run to emulate PSP. And then in the PSP, emulate PS1. Like, that just seems like a lot of fucking processing power, you know? Just, just a bit. Yeah, at least at least a bit, you know? Yeah, that's why I'm like, I, a PS2 emulator, I'm sure, is possible. I don't think it's going to be good on yeah. the Vita, but I, it's possible. Well, I mean, if you think about it, though, like, in how far, um, you know, CPUs and GPUs and RAM and everything has, has you know, basically evolved even in just the past five or ten years, I mean, it, I, I don't think it would be fair to go as far as saying that it's not possible, you know. But again, like you're saying too, in, in terms of proof of concept versus actually practical, actually functional, actually enjoyable, that's a different story. 
Mm-hmm. You know. Of course. <sighs> you see. What you looking at, yo? I'm just reading some of the comments because they've been. Yeah, I mean, every, they're kind of like everyone's kind of talking with each other. Um, yeah. But I'm just kind of trying to keep up. I saw one guy that said he got two 3ds XLs from a churchyard sale for five dollars a piece, which makes me so jealous. At that point, he's just hustling God, which is yeah, like, yeah. Like, that takes. Sc- I'm not advocating it. I'm just saying, like, it's gangster. Damn, son. <laughs> I, I would, if I could find, I actually don't have a uh, 3ds anymore either. Um, but my buddy, like my buddy here, he's completely different than me. Like I flip my things constantly. I can't hold on to them for very long. But he's still got like 3ds and his 3ds as well. He's got like every console ever. Um, but I, I could definitely, I, I would enjoy having a 3ds because like uh, for at least there's certain games, dude. Like um, I played Bravely Default. Bravely Default, the second version, their second one just came on, and uh, I mean. Have you played Bravely Default at all on your 3DS or no? No, I haven't. It's good, dude. It's I, know a really... I know that's kind of a cardinal sin. I haven't played it on my it's 3DS. It's a killer RPG. What about, uh, what's the other one? It's like called Fire, Fire, Fire Emblem? Emblem? I didn't play that either. <laughs> dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I was playing Mario Kart 7 on there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whatever. I, I guess I can't really judge too much. But I mean, it's just I feel like that's weird that I play them when you're definitely, I would say, more of like a JRPG person. or like. Would you say that? May, no, no, I don't know. I feel like okay, at least like you know animes more than I do. That's for sure. I guess that's true. Yeah, I definitely have like very limited anime knowledge, but I guess like well, I buddy... sang the Dongo song that one time on uh oh yeah on stream yeah, right. I know, and I was like ah, I know what that is. <laughs> I, I guess like the little bit that I have been uh in, in introduced to has really stuck. I mean, even in my current workplace, um, I work you know like at a computer place. Well, there's a lot of uh anime fans in my work dude like it's it's insane like i just never been exposed to that and my buddy at work's like writing me down a list of just different animes like you gotta check this out this out this out so mm-hmm. huh, i don't know I, I always considered you as being much more of a jrpg but the thing is again my buddy too that lives here is like a fucking huge jrpg guy so maybe i have been exposed to a fair amount of it gotcha have you um have you watched sword art online no i'm not okay. Okay. Um, well, I just I, I, I just need to say this, just, just kind of tangent off onto this story here. So, Sword Online, as you can see, if you, if you look here, I obviously, saying this with sarcasm, I obviously absolutely hate it. Yeah. Okay. Now, okay, sorry, I do, I do enjoy the show, though. Um, so, pretty much, I'm sure there's a few people who have, like, who are watching this, and they've, um, they've seen it and everything, and whatever your opinion is on it, cool, but... Um, I personally like it. Now, my manager and I were talking about this, and he just went onto a rant talking about Sword Art Online. And I can't say it verbatim, but I'll say almost how he told me. He was like, yeah, no, I hated Sword Art Online. And I asked why. And he said, okay, well, it seems like the coolest thing. There's this RPG that comes out, this MMO, and there yeah. is permadeath. That means that you get stuck in the game. And if you die in the game, you die in real life. If you try and exit out of the game or get disconnected, you die in real life. So what they do is they have to beat the game in order to live and then in order to get out, which seems cool. The problem is about two episodes in, everyone gives up on life and they start living real life inside of this fake anime MMORPG world. So they are spending all their fake time doing real-world tasks in there and completely forget trying to actually get out of there and save themselves. Then at one point, two of the characters end up getting married, in quotes, and then they find this, like, mentally handicapped type 
program that is airing out and they think that it's their child and they try and go on having a family. <laughs> but you don't hate that about it. <laughs> yeah, do I, don't, I don't hate it about it. The thing is, I was just like, I was listening, I'm like, you know, even though you are like openly bashing it, I can't really deny that. You just, you summed it up, you summed up the first <laughs> half pretty well. Yeah. I've actually been wanting to check it out because, again, like, the concept sounds pretty – like, I, I can get behind it at least, you know? Like, it's enticing enough where I'm like, oh, that sounds, like, pretty intense, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, a video game that's actual, like, you know, real-life repercussion in a sense. But I think the reason why I haven't gotten behind it is, one, I feel like it's a lot of commitment to actually watch through it all. And, two, um, I've heard so many people do like it that I don't want to, like – I feel like it's too mainstream. <laughs> I've, I've, I've had that, too, where people, like it, – it, I have that thing where people are just like, you have to watch this. It's so good. I'm like mm – -hmm. I don't feel like watching it now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. So, lastly, okay, this is, I mean, it's not bad. I've seen several comments about it. It's like, well, some people are saying I look skinnier. Technically, I've gotten skinnier the past, like, few weeks. I've gained a few pounds, admittedly, but if I look skinnier, awesome. Are you dieting or exercising? Uh, technically dieting, but... Not really exercising, honestly, kind of Pokemon Go. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know what, Shadow Colossus, we should get back on to topic with, with all the modding stuff here. Um, although, the, the only other topic I had on hand here directly was, I, admittedly, I put some 3DS stuff on there, like 11.1 is out, most short of it is 11.1 is out, most hacks got patched, there's some new hacks that are out. Don't update to it if you care. Um, no, aside from that, I was going to talk about VR, which is... Kind of an offshoot here, but we're fascinated with it. Like, Daniel, have you tried VR stuff? Nope, not at all. Hey, do you I've... have any interest in it? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, dude. God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me and my coworkers talk about it all the time, and we watched, like, uh, um, recently, what was the Intel? I think it was the Intels that we were watching that they uh, were showcasing at, like, a uh, uh, conference, press conference. And, uh, yeah, we were watching that at work, basically. Um, and this one... Um, they were able to like display their actual hands in it without actually the need of a controller or you know those nunchuck type things if you will. Um, and so we were watching like the guy actually able to reach out and grab and turn something. So no, I'm absolutely fascinated. Um, do I think personally that it's necessarily from what I've seen at the point where I need to grab one right now? Not necessarily, but I feel like it's very close to where I will probably end up getting one when I definitely feel like I will be able to use it. I don't want to get it and spend the money and have it sitting on my desk, essentially, you know? I understand. I, I do have one pre-order. I have the PlayStation TV pre-order that I am going to be picking up, obviously, because I have a pre-order. That's coming out in a few weeks, damn. So. Oh, is it really? It is, yeah. October 11th, I want to say. Well, well, how much did it run you, six? Five. Okay. 500, because yes. I, got, I got, like, the day one edition that had all the extra shit in there. So it has the controllers, it has the camera, it has a game demo with it. So that's cool. I'm, I'm definitely, I will say that I'm excited to have somebody that I personally know um, be able to get feedback on your experience with it. I'm sure you'll be making, you got to be making at least a solid amount of videos on it, right? Talking about it once you get it. At least I mean, I'm, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to make, like, 200 videos about it. But no. I'll, um, I actually, I do have one video where I'm pointing there because I had my camera there earlier. So... This is kind of shocking to me, right? Because um, I haven't really looked at the minimum specs. Like, the pretty much best headset you can get right now is the HTC Vive. Mm -hmm. If you have the computer, if you have the space, if you have the money, that is the best headset you can get. Uh, one of my friends, I was with him earlier, he bought a GTX 1080 and a HTC Vive. 
Now, he's visiting here, but uh, he wanted to see if it would work. So he's like, hey, can we come back to your place and hook it up to your computer just to make sure it works? I was like, honestly, I don't even know if my computer can handle it. Now, I have a i5-2500K overclocked 4 gigahertz and a GTX 760 superclock. So I'm like, yeah, no, the thing probably won't, uh, the thing probably won't like handle it properly or anything. We hooked the thing up, and it actually played pretty damn well on this computer. It's awesome. Because yeah, 760, like, 760 is like, it's, that's like, what, three, two, three generations, right? Because, I mean, they're on 10. 10, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like three generations ago. Yeah, but still, I didn't think it would handle that well. Now, granted, granted, I'm not telling anyone who has a 760 to run out and get an HTC Vive because pretty much what we were experiencing, we were experiencing some micro stuttering where it's like things just kind of like were jutting a little bit. Um, we were experiencing a few other issues. Also, we were playing the demos. So the demos are like optimized just to the fine point. Yeah. If we were playing actual games, those probably wouldn't work. The reason why my friend also wanted to try it is because we've heard about some HTC Vives being dead on arrival. So he wanted to try it on my computer to at least make sure it worked. He even yeah. he was citing, you know, the, the weird juddering and all that. And I said, honestly, I highly doubt it's the vibe. I think it's just because my computer's not up to par, which mm. is fine. Um, the thing is, though, is it was still impressive. I would, like, show the video, and I will like, talk about it and everything. Um, as I said, I was more impressed that it actually worked on there. Um, but no, even just... The thing I love about VR is that... it feels like a kid experiencing video games again because even like at one point like i was there like messing with balloons and all that and i was just like so excited about everything that i was doing on there it's it's definitely a uh um i don't know just like a trip on senses dude to actually be i feel like it's something that as a as a kid you like um thought what if in a sense you know Mm -hmm. what it would be like to actually be in a video game and i think that vr is definitely the transition between you know, what we currently have to that. And again, like, obviously, I don't think that every game is going to be cool with VR. I don't think that's the case at all. But definitely for certain games, dude, like, it's good. It's gonna be fucking awesome, man. Once it's optimized, you know, mm -hmm. like any like even a game like, for example, um, I think they actually have created a version of it or are in the process of it Fallout 4 making it a VR game. Um, I saw somebody actually playing it uh, like a demo of it or something like that. And for me, like to be able to play Fallout in VR, like be in that world would be fucking insane dude like just oh dude it'd be wicked cool man mm -hmm. I, 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 so yeah again i definitely do want one eventually i just i don't know for me per se right now whether you know i think that once you tell me hey this thing is wicked cool like you know then that'll be more of an incentive because again right now it's strictly just like watching some youtube videos hearing people at work argue about speculation on you know stuff like that per se mm -hmm. so yeah right, right right now we're in like the really like the honestly the first i'd argue the first or second generation of affordable or consumer friendly vr devices which is still cool but like you might want to wait for a generation or a generation later but even now if you get some like if you get the vive if you have the setup for it in the infrastructure it's not a disappointment i was very impressed that the only things were like you do need a um you do need a decent computer and all that because in case anyone doesn't know you need to run vr at a high frame some people will say, oh, well, no, like 30 frames a second is fine. It's, no, it's not. You need to run stuff at like 75 frames per second. It has to be locked at that. If it's fluctuating or if it's going down, you start feeling sick. With the juddering thing, we were getting that because my computer was not up to snuff. There's actually one point, I the game was kind of crashing. It was kind of having some issues, so we actually had to exit out of it. But when I stopped playing, I stopped playing because I actually got sick because I was trying to like move somewhere and then, like, everything started juddering kind of violently. And then, like, the screen was cutting in and out and fading. Like, not fading, but, like, just, like, cutting to black a bunch. And it made me sick to my stomach. Mm, I bet you people are going to be getting seizures from it, dude. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, at least a certain amount. Because if if they had that warning on regular video games, certain ones, there's no doubt in my mind that certain people are going to have uh, you know just not be able to use VR stuff. I actually saw um, one thing that I'm intrigued with VR too, which isn't even on the game side of things, is that um, I watched a video of some guy that was actually designing. It's a fucking cool video. Um, he was designing a skin for an AK-47 in Counter-Strike using VR as HTC Vive, and he was, like, painting it like he actually had, like, a 3D model of the AK in the sky, and he was, like, you know, drawing with this thing, and then he, once he was done doing all the stuff there, then he imported it into Photoshop and then, like, made it. But for design, dude, that's fucking awesome to be able to actually, like, see a physical thing on what you're working with and be able to, like, spin it in the air. Like, I don't, it's just, it's insane, dude. Like, it, it just, it's completely, like, going through a fucking portal into a whole new world, essentially, you know? It is. It really is. That's yeah, wicked, dude. I'm pumped you're getting it in two weeks. I didn't. I you had mentioned before that you picked it up actually, but I just completely blanked that you had one. I, yo, this this year's gone by fast, man. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, it's it's almost October. I'm gonna be getting the PSVR. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's freaking wicked, dude. Yeah. And then the month after that, PS4 Pro comes out. So we'll we'll see how that stacks up as well. That I'm I'm pretty interested to see whether that flops or whether people are like a huge fan of it or not. I, I still think it's going to do well just because it is going to be coming out like a year uh, over a year before the Scorpio. But we'll we'll see what happens. Like honestly, we won't know until it's out. So we yeah. just have to wait for it to release. We need to wait until November. Yep. Um, what do you think about the uh, the Slim? PS4 Slim. Yeah, I think we talked about it in the last video. No. Uh, oh, we did. No, at the end we did talk about it. Where like yeah. it was just leaking out at that point. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was a picture that you had seen. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Which yep. was actually legit, right? That was retail yeah. packaging. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I think the thing is ugly, and I think that if you're going to spend three hundred dollars on a system, you should just spend next to a hundred dollars to get the more get the powerful pro. variant of it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that is my opinion on it. Like, if you're, if. The differential for you is like, well, I'm going to get the $300 base model because I don't have the money to get the $400 model that's obviously way better. Save. You pr save. Either save or it's like, are you sure you should be buying a game system right now? Yeah. Reanalyze your life at that point, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've talked with people who will buy an N64 over paying for rent, so. Yeah. Well, again, like if the difference was four to eight, you know, that's different, you know, $400 difference. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if it's like double, then I understand. But if it's only $100, it's three to $400. I mean, 100 is still going to be a good amount to people. But if it's three to $400 and the extra $100 is going to get you that big oomph and power, it's like save, save a couple more paychecks if you have to, you know, or a couple more allowances or whatever. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <clears throat> Anyways, with this as well, too, because that's kind of what I had on my plan, unless you had anything else. But if you all have any questions or anything you want us to talk about, let us know here, because I guess we can we can go into... You, you good for another, like, 30 minutes or so? Yeah, I'm cool for whatever. If, like, uh, people got stuff they want to hear and know about. Run bias and all that. So, yeah, yeah. No, if you have any questions or anything you want us to talk about, just, you know, throw it in the chat. So we're kind of Wii U hacking. Well, from what I know with that... Um, I don't think it's really changed too much. It's still 5.5.1 is the latest firmware, which is fully exploitable at this point through WebKit. Um, Same stuff we talked about. A question. Yeah, he's very demanding with his questions, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and yo, Morpheus, I don't, I don't, I don't bake cookies, dude. I don't, I don't bake cookies. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? 
Oh, huh? you know no, he was asking if I know a chocolate chip recipe. It's like, get like, I don't know, get like the, the square ones, throw them onto a pan, put some parchment uh, paper, you know, on the pan, and then put the cookies on there. But like, I don't make my, my own. Cookies my are good, but I just don't. My like, wife, my, my wife, my buddy's wife, sorry, um, that, I live, that I live with here now makes chocolate chip cookies from scratch 100%. And I was mind blown because I'm like, oh my God, like in my family, my mom's done it every once in a while, but usually the pre-done ones are pretty solid, but yeah. she makes them from scratch every time. Dude, fucking phenomenal. It's uh, She's out, but if she was here, I'd be like, can you come in here and share your recipe with the uh, with the family? <laughs> so, you bam here. Yeah. So. Um, I, I have a question for you, actually. Um, sure. Over the next... By the way, anyone coming in, this is user interaction point, so if you have any questions or topics you want us to talk about, throw them into chat. Over the next... 30 days here, so from basically the beginning to the end of October, what are you going to be playing? And not talking VR, not VR stuff, but like, what's on your radar? Attack on Titan, Silent Hill 2, probably Silent Hill 3. Um, is Last Guardian still coming out in October? Hey, you, I know you, it got delayed, but I don't... When is it? No, it's coming out in December, so well, I'm not playing Last Guardian. Um, Attack on Titan, is it's Tall Tale, right? No, it's not Telltale. Um, it is. It's some Japanese company. I want to say that ended up developing it. It's all right. Like, I heard it's pretty decent, dude. From like, um, I think I watched a review on it or something. It's a. Is it? Is it like a hack and slash or no? It, is, it is a hack and slash. You pretty much just kill Titans over and over and over and over. Like it's. Uh, I got it because one of my friends was just like having the biggest boner ever about it and really wanted to play it. And I'm like, fine, I'll buy it so we could play together. It has um, pretty. Good feedback, dude. Very positive. One thousand three hundred fifty-three people. Hmm. I mean, that's not bad at all, dude. Do you think yeah, I, it's fun? Or like, uh, like, it's rated on a scale from one to ten without any details. I don't, I don't know any details. Just give me a number. Seven. Okay, oh, that's passing. Yeah, I mean, there's the, the there's a good amount of my my issues with it so far. If I could review it right now, um, I'm really disappointed. You can't play the story in co-op. Um, it does have major performance issues. I'm playing on Xbox One. It has major performance issues um, okay. that shouldn't be there. And um, other thing is, I wish there was an option for English voice acting, mostly because it's like the cutscenes; those are in Japanese. You read the subtitles, fine. When you're playing the game, there's so much action on screen, and all the people are yelling at you in Japanese, and it's all subtitled. I can't pay attention to the subtitles and play the game. No, of course not. Yeah. Believe it or not, I'm looking at it right now, and it looks like the ratings are significantly worse on console. Uh, yeah, because it does on PC and console. Because yeah. it's what? Hmm? Yeah, because it's, it's on, on PC. Yeah, because yeah, on PC it has like phenomenal ratings on Steam. But then when I'm looking on like Metacritic and IGN and shit like that, it has way less. Like like six out of ten, three point five out of five. Um, so like getting like seven out of ten across the board. Well, again, on um. Steam, it's getting like I mean, very positive is good. It's not even mixed reviews. That's that's solid. So yeah, I wonder if they just have, um, I don't know. I wonder. I mean, I'm sure on PC too, they'll probably have fucking mods and patches that'll make it even better with those things that you're mentioning. Oh. You know, oh, of course, of course. Are you planning on picking up by any chance Battlefield One or no? Eventually. Okay. Is that coming out this month? It is. Yeah. Okay. That I actually really enjoyed the beta, but. I don't have any friends I play regularly with that are going to be picking up most likely, so I probably won't be picking up. There was a 
there's another game I thought I was going to pick up and I'll get later on. Mm. I don't know. It, it'll happen. <laughs> my, my brother just built a new uh, rig and he just I just saw on Amazon. He ordered his brand new graphics card and it's exclusively, he's a huge Battlefield fan. So um, I'm picking it up like the second it comes out. He's picking it up. I've got two coworkers that are picking it up and I think my roommate's picking it up. So if you do decide to pick it up, uh, I'm getting on PC. They're all getting on PC. So, But if you do decide, obviously I would say like if you aren't getting it right away, wait, give me like two, three weeks to see how much I actually play it because I'm the type of person where like I fucking buy it and then like never gets touched. So let me like commit and say, yeah, dude, like, no, we're playing the shit out of it. Get on it right now. You know, that oh, way you're yeah. not like, Daniel, I bought it. Where the fuck are you? Like, you know, so the but, thing is as well too, I also told people in my Battlefield 1 beta impressions video, I was like, please do not pre-order this game. Reason being is that I'm not, like, it is kind of partially, it's like, hey, hey, maybe we shouldn't pre-order every game that comes out. But also, we saw Battlefield 3 launch with issues. Battlefield 4 was unplayable when it launched. Yeah. Hardline, I think, had some issues. Just, like, for your own sanity, like, the game is still going to be there. Just don't pre-order it. Wait to buy it until it's playable. They're known. I mean, like you said, they've got a track record of just fucking royally, royally being great at launches, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. but no. Overall, I th- I thought Battlefield One was pretty awesome when I played it. Yeah, it was it was tight, dude. I yeah. I didn't play it too too much the beta. I actually more so my 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 code never came through. So my buddy I live with gave me his code. Um, I booted it up real quick, but then he came in here and I actually was like, no, dude, like you play it. Like I'll watch you play it for a bit. So I got to watch him play it for a bit, and then I played myself for a couple hours. But it I I, I want to see for one the sniping was majorly fun for me. I had a blast sniping. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, I think that it will. I want to see it on maps that aren't just like that, like the dusty. I want to see kind of like a different terrain and stuff like that. You know, it was pretty limited. I mean, it was more like, here's the engine. This is what it's kind of going to be like now. Have some fun with it. And it was, it was glitchy too. I actually watched some videos um, on YouTube that were kind of like comical videos, uh, compilations of like bigger YouTubers that put together and uh, pretty fucking funny, dude. Some of the shit that I saw going on with like horses, like, you know, being at a certain angle and like drifting around and stuff like that. And like, um, just just people's bodies kind of like you know yep. twerking and stuff like that but then so. again, it, it, it was like what a beta and alpha so yeah, no it was exactly. a beta but like still there's just some stuff uh, oh i had the thing where i had the pause menu of death where if you pause the game it's like oh yeah you can't do anything what did you play it on pc and xbox one okay so you did just, try it. it was on both okay yeah yeah well i mean um the thing is it's a little bit even though they, I know it's beta, dude, but that that was a late fucking beta, bro. That's true. The game comes out like again in just a few weeks here. So normally, yeah, I feel like I'm betas... sure it's gone gold at this point. You sure what? I'm sure it's gone gold, or if it hasn't gone gold, oh. like it's gonna go gold soon. But then they're gonna rely on day one patches. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I'll get to some questions on here. So uh, Simbin, I want to say he asked anyone to get their AVS yet. Uh, only AVS I know, honestly, is like the Neo Geo AVS. So I, I don't know about that. Do you, Do you know what he's referring to? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm not going to pretend. I, I don't have the slightest clue. Uh, another guy end up asking here. This was a while ago, but what are your thoughts on the Pangu iOS jailbreak app getting on the App Store? Daniel, did you hear about that? No, you're saying for the iPhone, the Pangu, like the fucking how how did that how does that slip past? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that had to have been removed already, right? Instantly, like... It was up for a few hours. I know some friends that were able to download it and were able to use it. It's so funny. How did they do that? Apple briefly allows pulls jailbreak app on iOS store. That is funny. Wow, that's oh, no. a fail. ABS. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I thought this thing was cool. 
to answer the the AVS question, I don't I I don't know anyone that's gotten theirs. I'm not ordering one. I thought it was cool, but it's pretty much just this like Nintendo. Look. It it it's a new Nintendo console that outputs HDMI and all that stuff and has like it's authentic hardware. So retro. Uh, retro USB AVS. And it's it's from. It's not from yeah. Nintendo. No, it's oh, from, oh, oh, retro oh. USB is the company, but the thing is called the AVS. It's like two hundred bucks. And it plays strictly NES, or yeah, yeah, it's a Nintendo. Wait, no, does it look? It looks like it plays Super too now. No, I don't. Pretty, I think it does Famicom and Nintendo. Okay, but it outputs an HDMI. Yeah, that's pretty wicked cool. Yeah, so it just upscales it to that and everything, mm-hmm. and plays it all natively because they're supposed to use like actual hardware. So that's pretty cool. That is pretty sweet. Yeah, it looks kind of cool. I mean. I don't know that I necessarily like that it's got like a trunk. The, the that thing I feel like that's gonna break off. The uh, yeah, I I'm not sure about the design, but it's, yeah, that flap doesn't really look. I I feel like well, one of the big issues with like the uh, NES when you loaded it was that you had to like push it in and then pop it down. And I that, feel like that has major issues too. Well, yeah, but they should have made this a fucking top loader, dude. They should have because that was I mean it was to me like top loaders like the Super and the N64. I mean. They work a lot better, and I think it's because again, like if the direct pressure going down into the pins versus like at a sideways angle. I, I don't know, man. We'll see. Time will tell, I guess. But I I, I'm not upset about it. I like the I like the development of retro stuff. You know. Yeah, dude. Have you, uh, Daniel? Do you know anything about the NX? Uh, the Nintendo. Yeah. Mm, no. Um, I read somewhere it's it's releasing this next year, right? It's supposed to release, yeah, within six months or so. I want to say, or yeah, they're supposed I mean, to announce it at least. I, I don't know, but like, yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, so, someone's asking, it. "What are your thoughts on the Nintendo NX design and spec leaks?" Uh, they're leaks. Like, I don't, I don't get excited for them really. I thought I read somewhere though that the Nintendo NX is actually going to try to compete with PlayStation and Xbox and be a little less of just the family-friendly thing. Is that? Have you heard that all or no? I've I've heard so many things about. It. I've heard that it's supposed to. It's not supposed to be a console. It is supposed to be a console. It's supposed to be a console portable hybrid. It's uh, annoying. <laughs> I'll see it when it's announced. Like yeah. that's what I'm really waiting for. <laughs> a lot of people have asked me about. It. They're like, "What are your thoughts on this?" It's like, well, I, I don't know. I don't really have many thoughts on it to be honest. Like I'm just I'm waiting to see the actual release and not even <laughs> the release, but like the announcement. You know, because then we'll see everything official. There's a uh, Reddit under, um, like, Nintendo NX subreddit, and yeah. I see one of the posts says, at this rate, the Illuminati will be confirmed before the NX is unveiled. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, to be honest, though, if we're thinking about it, like, it's only been, because the Wii U was, that was released in 2012, so it's been, you know, four, four, years. four years. That's not really that long to think of. It's not that long at all. No, not at all, man. Um... Let me see what else was on here. So uh, someone was asking me here, how about Color Splash? So this is Paper Mario. I think it was like Paper Mario Color Splash being released early on accident. Uh, did you hear about that by chance? Oh, I'm sorry. I was reading. What would you say? Oh, so Paper Mario Color Splash getting leaked early by Nintendo. Oh, no, I have not. Okay, the so they tried. <laughs> the, news, the news behind it? Huh? The news behind it you're saying got released? Or what about it got released? No, no, no. Nintendo accidentally leaked it whole game yeah how do you do that 
Uh, well, apparently, what um, also Shadow's saying here that NW Player One Two Three leaked. It. I don't. I don't know if she herself leaked it. I know she leaked a bunch of information about it. So I think the game's coming out in like a week and a half or two weeks, maybe even less. Um, point is, Nintendo put up a preload. If you pre-order the digital version, you can preload it to your console. Uh, she said, like, in, she is an NW player, one, two, three. She said that they screwed up the XML that was supposed to lock the game until release. So if you preloaded the game, you could boot it. Wild. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Like, that's, I mean, that's a fuck up, but, like, that's a really cool fuck up for, uh, you know, people that wanted to play it early. From what I and now it's on the internet and all that stuff because that's available there. But um, no, the only other thing um, with that was all um, what happened there. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm, I lost my train of thought on there. Either way, I thought that was funny, and it's like it kind of shows they're trying to do something new, and they didn't do it 100 percent properly. So excellent job. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. No, now I remember no, Steam. I was thinking of that. Apparently what Steam does, from what I know with their preloads, because um, you can preload games from Steam, from what I know, maybe someone else can verify this, but from what I understand, they normally make it so that there's like, let's say 50 or 100 megabytes missing of the actual game that is essential to run it. So yeah. therefore, even if you crack the game, you can't run the game properly. So, because normally the games will get, you know, like their DRM stripped and available the day of release, but you don't have, you technically don't have the full, full game until it is unlocked. Mm -hmm. But they screwed up. <laughs> and, and, but they screwed up, yeah. And yeah. It's, so. Fantastic. <laughs> A little fuck up. Yeah. yeah you, you want to cover some of the questions here? Uh, let's see. I have custom painted 360s. They're spray painted. I'm going to the flea market. New Hampshire next weekend. I sell some of them. Huh. What should I sell them at? A custom painted. Well, I don't know how custom, like, if you're just doing, like, a lightning bolt on the side or whether you're doing, like, full-blown, like, fucking collages of things. But um, it's hard to say, man, because when you paint things, like, <laughs> like it's basically valued at whatever the consumer thinks that, it, you know, your artwork is worth. There's not, like, I mean, uh, like that's, that's just for example, like a piece of art that's on a, you know, fucking foot by foot or so can go for $40. It can go for $10,000. You know, it really depends on obviously um, the name, like the artist's name behind it, but also um, whether there's a demand for it. Like if people really like what you've done and stuff like that. So I don't know. There's not really a set price. I mean, obviously you have to, in your head, calculate time, how long it takes you to paint them. And then also, um, you could always, I would always recommend starting at a little bit higher. Uh, that way, you know, if it doesn't work at that price point, you can drop down from there. Uh, but I don't really, yeah, I don't really know what to, what to say because I mean, do you, what do you think? It's hard. It's really hard to gauge that. Like, it depends on how much time you put into it and what people are willing to pay. Really, I, yeah, I don't know. I'll say that as well too. I know some people like the custom stuff. Like it depends if you're like just paint it red or something. Some people might like that. Yeah. I know there was a local game shop at a place I used to live at where um, they were doing, granted, different system, but they were doing custom painted Nintendo consoles. And one of my friends even told me he's like, "Yeah, no, apparently they do custom painted Nintendos and they look really awesome." Problem is nobody really buys them, and it's because it's like it's more people want their own designs or they want to dictate what it is. Um, am I saying that it's impossible to sell? No, but it just a lot of times people don't really want to 
customized console like that, I feel like. To me, the only, uh, the only exception would be, like, for example, um, if you did, like, a Gears of War console, you know, or something like that, like one of those big things. Like a where, like, themed one or something. Exactly, and it's something that's, you know, known to have a big following, and you just make it look badass. But, yeah, again, a lot of, um, a lot of like Mr. Mario's basically said, uh, people are going to want their own, you know, designs. So if you're not willing to do, like, commissioned work in a sense or um, – uh, cater, I, it's it's difficult. Again, and again, like you said too, if you were just to do like like this one's like a fucking chrome looking theme, like that's different. Like it's kind of more generic. Like oh wow, this chrome looks really cool. Versus if you're doing something that you think like people are gonna like, you know what what you think and what people are actually willing to spend actual money on, it's you know two very different things typically. Mm-hmm. I'll say this, if you want an actual number, I'd almost take like, how much would you sell at 364? Okay, try and add 25 or 50 bucks on top of that. If you're going to be at a flea market, people are going to negotiate with you anyways, at least try. I don't know, like mark it up by 50 bucks. If people ask, be all like, yeah, well, it's custom painted and all that. And people can negotiate. So Yeah, well, that's what I said too. Like, it's always, well, again, flea market, the whole aspect of those people are looking for deals. So if you say you want 150 for something, you can bet your ass you're not going to get 150 for it. Nobody pays like flat. Even when I go, somebody says five, I'll give you three, you know, or then we'll meet in the middle at four, maybe. But, mm-hmm. you know, so definitely give yourself some margin. Um, but since 360s don't really have nearly as much value as they once had, don't be unrealistic in your expectations of what you're going to get for them. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Yeah. If they're really cool, then I'm sure people will be willing to pay something for it. I mean, um, I I actually sold my uh, Xbox One that was jacked up on eBay. Someone actually purchased it, but the thing is, I sold it for like next to nothing. Like the dude got a sweet fucking deal. How much did you sell it for? Because I know the I know you did several customizations on it, but like the disc drive didn't work on there. Disc drive didn't work. The Wi-Fi didn't work, and the wireless fucking controller didn't work. So I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it was basically like a potato. <laughs> um, Xbox One Potato Edition. Yeah, I, I literally let it go for eighty-five bucks. Okay. So again, if it had been fully working, I think it would have gone for. Well, what does an Xbox One used to go for at this point? Like two hundred bucks or two fifty or? Oh shit! Like how, dude? Even less than that. Like you can get a brand new original Xbox One with like five games for like two hundred ten bucks. Oh wow! They're cheap. Because one. because people are clearing out the original Xbox One because the Xbox One S is out. Yeah, right here you can get it says she is 129 sold certified refurbished Xbox One 500 gigabyte console 205 dollars. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and again, and, and again, if you if you look for deals, you'll get bundles like extra controllers, extra games, all that shit. Like Xbox Ones are pretty cheap now. Yeah, because mine came with uh, nothing at all, dude. You didn't get shit, like no cables, no controller, no nothing. So I guess $80 for a fucking potato isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. But I would like to think that if it had been fully working and functioning, if $200 were what they go for, probably could, I probably could have gotten it for like 250 to 280 or something like that, you know, to someone that wants one that's got like a window and LEDs and stuff like that. But honestly, like even at that price, like it wouldn't be worth my time to do that because it takes a lot more time and effort to cut paint fucking solder and you know all that shit even even i myself like i had never really did um i never really did customizations for people i more did them for myself like it was just a fun thing yeah. to do, like do my own controllers and um i painted the console red i still have it in my closet it's pretty nice but um then my brothers i made that song the hedgehog system for them which i'm very proud of but like i'm just like no nah, i'm not doing that again you guys never sell that thing you guys never sell that thing 
Oh yeah, no, I told, I'm like I've, they they don't want to get rid of it, but I'm just like, you oh yeah, never get rid of, never sell that thing. If you ever want to get rid of it, you give it to me because I spent a lot of time on that. Yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest with you, most of my stuff, the only other one I ever sold um, that was custom was uh, if you go, I think I probably saw it on my YouTube channel. It's like a, uh, I want to say. JTAG, Zephyr. Was that the one that was like water cooled and all that stuff? No, not water cooled. Um, I actually have a little. Uh, the water cooled one I didn't actually sell. I um, I well I did sell, but I just ended up selling the parts separately. I just just basically took it apart after a while. Mm -hmm. Um, let me see. Like I'll I'll say this. Even I myself, when I buy systems, like let's say if I was buying a 360 right now, like the 360s I'm interested in are like the official designs. Like let's say I'm all over a three 360, I'm all over two one, a Halo four, Halo three. Yeah. Those are the ones I'm interested in. If I wanted to customize a system, I would go out. I'd like my my systems right here. They're well, internally they're not stock. On the outside, they're all stock. Cosmetically, they're all stock. So mm -hmm. I'm one of those people. It almost seems like with Carswell too. As I said, I'm not trying to defer anyone. I'm not trying to say, oh, you won't sell them. But a lot of times, people don't go for that specific customization. Right? Yeah. Um, this, this, for example, is one of the ones that I sold. This is back. Oh in man, that old school uh, intro. And yeah, that was in 2011. Okay. Uh, I had two intros. Oh yeah, it's this one, Ghost Nation. <laughs> There's me. Um, but this one was like a. I painted it black and green, and like painted the drive, and I think they have LEDs at this point. This might not be the final one, but yeah, the final one had LEDs too, and I actually did sell this one um, off of Craigslist, and I, I made like a decent amount on it. But again. That was 2011. So that was still during the Xbox 360 hype. So you can no, get over. exactly. It was it was more my timing than anything else. You know, it was like I sold it to like a, two dudes that were probably in their late teens. You know, um, so but again, that's completely different than uh, you know what you what you would get for it now, and because there's just not not nearly as much hype on it. But you know, it's worth a shot. I mean, let me know if you want. Like, report back on your success. You know, with absolutely. It I'd like to know. You know, whether people were interested in what you were able to get for it. Just, you know, be kind of cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, he also said he he bought them for five dollars, red ring. So, like, oh, is that what he said? You sell that for like forty bucks. That's a profit. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't even freaking see that. Yeah, you've, you've really you can't go wrong then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know one of the last things I'm seeing here is this is an old topic, but uh, what is it? Uh, Gateway 3DS bricking pirated versions of their carts. Like we we talked about that a few episodes ago, like when we talked about like all the 3DS stuff. If you remember that, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> well, let me see. Uh, if there's uh, the only thing I'm talking about is Gateway brick. Oh, this is the only thing I have left. The parkway. Oh, yeah, uh, Gateway's nice if you like if you're really lazy about your stuff and you don't want to do too much. Um, now, nah, I mean, you could do everything for almost free or free, like setting up custom firmware on your 3DS and all that stuff, which is pretty nice. Um, but Gateway, I mean, as firmware coders and developers and all, I can understand that. Um, I don't, I'm on the fence. I don't know if I agree with it or not. It's just one of those things where it's like. Yeah, it's still a cart that, like, I understand the purposes it's designed for, but they also don't want their stuff ripped off. Like, Daniel, you even said you can't you can't find the original R4. 
Like no, I don't know. It's all fucking yeah. Big R four cards. It's like well, the real Slim Shady. Please stand up. Yeah, (laughs) you know, like it's just I don't know. Literally, you go to R four. There's like R four Gold, R four Gateway, R four. Like you fucking find me the original one. (laughs) I I challenge you to find the original one, dude. It's just I don't know, man. (laughs) It's it's fucking all the same, man. So I don't know if it works. It works unless it doesn't work. (laughs) Unless it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So. Daniel, this this might be for you. I don't know, but are are you by chance Luke from Linus Tech Tips? No, my my uh, people have said that. <laughs> so funny because my brother said that like at uh, one time he's like he told me he's like you look like a what do you say I think he was joking around me but he's like you look like a gayer version of Luke from Linus Tech Tips and I was like oh thanks man <laughs> you fucking asshole but it's actually not the first time I've heard that which is kind of weird to me because like. Other than being a white guy with, like, I guess he's, I think when I looked, he has, like, a similar jawline to me. Um, to be like, honest, I'll, I'll, put, I'll put it up on my screen real quick. You kind of do, man. Oh, wait, Luke. No, wait. Luke. Oh, yeah, so dude, not, like, look at my not, screen. Like, oh, dude. oh, so not Linus. No, you look like Luke from Linus. Oh, no, okay, yeah, that I can actually totally see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we, we found your double. It's cool. Oh, that's a weird. That's trip. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a video. I'm like, yeah, this is Luke from uh, Linus Tech Tips here. <laughs> so I'm gonna use his. What's uh, up, guys? It scares. Yeah. <laughs> Today we've got some real dude. It's so funny to me how much like trolling he's been getting lately, dude. I actually, there, there was one night I actually ended up like I spent like maybe 15, 20 minutes doing this, but like my two friends, well Tanner and his brother, um, I, I play a good amount of games with them. I was in a Discord chat, so I like went into the Discord chat, but prior to that. I ended up typing up a full script, like, scare style. Uh-huh. And it was about these two, like, what they were doing on Twitter and all that stuff. And, like, as soon as I got into the Discord, I just start like, going off and just reading that script like scares. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like, you might not know them. He's a pretty big YouTuber, but 200,000 yeah, followers. I, I, yeah, oh, no, this is, this is fucking crazy, you guys. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Like, it, it's <laughs> funny. It's funny because I actually, uh, I when I first found scares, I actually liked scares. It was like, cool. Like, uh, you know, he's... Less of an asshole um, compared to fucking um, uh, let's get raw into the news, you know. Um, he's less of a dick, but then like um, once he's so fucking boring, dude. Every video is like it's the exact same thing, dude. You know, it's the exact same shit. Like this is real fucking crazy, guys. Like it's and, and, and again, crazy. Okay, we're gonna be talking about fucking rice gum. Yeah, yeah, and like the thing is, for me, it's not necessarily. It's not necessarily has to be him as a person. He just majorly needs to work on um, some differentiation, dude, in terms of, like, the way he goes about it. It's, like, it's too copy-paste every single video. He's doing um, – he is doing face cams now, which – I saw that, but they're, – they're be- I mean, they're better. I'm not saying they're worse. Like, they're better. The only thing is he just needs to work on – like, I'm, I'm not, you know, criticizing. I'm just, you know, trying to politely critique. He just needs to work on more his – the, the way he presents his audio and all that, like how he yeah. actually does his audible delivery. It's very yeah. monotony in a sense, and it's also very uh, – it's not really monotony. It's Honestly, just, I think he needs to just – like because he does it really fast too. I think he just needs to like slow down a little bit. Yeah, I, I think slow down and then also, again, just maybe uh, – We love you. Yeah, try not to tackle every – video the exact same way like i feel like his his tone is identical in every single one and again yeah it's it's very fast paced which i can't talk on the fast paced thing because i'm like a fucking hyena that just did some crack rocks you know like i mm-hmm. i talk extremely fast but 
yeah, it just once I started seeing all the fucking like memes and like videos, uh, kind of like joking around about him, I'm like, oh my god, like I, I get it, <laughs> you know, I totally get it. But and he's 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 a little cutie pie, so like you know, whatever, man, let him do his thing. He's he's I like that he's less of an asshole uh, compared to a fucking drama alert. So that's true. That's true. But, yeah, things just start to. I don't know, Colin's just starting to slow down this point, so I think we can, you, you think it's good to sign off? Yeah, I'm good to go. I've got a fucking taco in the fridge with my name on it, so I'm not uh, a, a I, I was going to say one thing. I had <laughs> screenshotted this part, and I posted on Twitter a few days ago, but just I, I'll just read this. So this is a Reddit thread, right? It was on the RxBox modding sub, uh-huh. and the thread is called, you know, I received a modded Xbox original. The, <laughs> He, he says, the thread is, hey guys, so recently a friend of mine passed away and I received his old modded Xbox. This is a dream come true. That's terrible. That's so fucking, what is it? It's from Reddit? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, get, I get, really? get the link. It was, yeah, I just thought, I, I don't know, they, they didn't like how I delivered on there because I was just like, that is, that is amazing. But, yeah. but, I don't know, I just, I, I thought that was just mundane and horrible and funny to end off with yeah no, like, that's that's, terrible. That, that, that was not fully thought through <laughs> no if your friend like you guys I mean, obviously i mean there. i mean at the end of the day I, I really hope it was better but it's like from that sense i'm like so you're telling me your your friendship was about the equivalent of a 40 dollar xbox from 2001 with some custom software on it let me see i'd feel horrible uh message bam right here we go. I've seen <laughs> Let's see. Hey guys, so recently a friend of mine passed away and she is old and next accent. This is a dream come true as <laughs> my introduction to relation. Okay, let's see what the fucking response it says. Uh, uh, a friend of mine passed away and she is old Xbox. This is a dream come true. <laughs> it's just like the face is like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Nobody else said anything really about it though. I can't believe. Like to me, that's something that would like get a little bit more traction. Yeah, but it's like that—that's a pretty small sub. It really doesn't get that much attention. I'm—I'm I'm subscribed to it, so like, you know, whenever someone posts, it pops yeah. up. I'm like, oh, okay, interesting. Most of them are just like, I just got an Xbox. What do I do? Yeah, my friend passed away. I should see his Xbox. This is a dream come true. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> Super fucked up. But hilarious. Wait, wait for that to get on scarce. If he starts covering Reddit news. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Thank you all for tuning in, watching, listening, all that stuff. So if you're at the end of this right now, at least, you know, if you're streaming it, uh, the video is going to get taken down. It's going to get processed. It's going to go back up in, I don't know, maybe a few minutes or so. Um, if you're listening to this now, you know, if you're on YouTube, this is already pre-recorded. although you've probably already understood that because we're talking to comments that don't really exist at this point because they've all been wiped. Uh, eventually, this is also hopefully within the next few hours, this will be up on uh, iTunes, Podbean, uh, Google Play, podcasts, all that fun stuff. Yep. <laughs> so yes, links in the description. <laughs> it felt like you were waiting for me to say something, but I'm just like, wait, you just said it all. <laughs> all right. I mean, I'll, I can say uh, thank you guys once again for tuning in, and thank you once again, Mr. Mario, for being the fucking man. And I'm just, right. I am the worst kind of human being, at least as of the last few years when it comes to being... Um, you know, just like uh, on time and organized and alert. And I, we were supposed to record this last week, and we were. I uh, I slept through the whole fucking. I woke up to 
later on in the day calls and fucking tweets and you know there was a amber alert for me uh, mr mario thank you for that <laughs> um, but uh no i mean i completely fucking slept through it mr mario had, like put aside time to do it and so you know, and again, like this whole week too, he was on it about me yesterday. He confirmed this morning. He confirmed even two hours prior to, he said, don't fall asleep. I know you got two hours, which believe it or not, after you texted me that I went to sleep, I set my alarm and I woke up, I woke up probably tw at uh four o'clock. That's so dangerous, said, man. You're playing with fire. I'm fucking tired, bro. <laughs> what do you want me to do? But anyways, like, thank you, dude, for like, you know, fucking cracking the whip and just, I don't know, making this happen because if, I try, if, if I try, there man. was two, if you were me, We'd be fucked. This whole thing would not happen. <laughs> no, I'm being honest. Like, if if he if you had my personality and like my like if you were me, but you, it, it wouldn't happen, dude. Like, it's it's because you are you know determined and you know we got to make this happen for people. Like, so please like give like give this guy like a you know round of applause because he's the one that makes this happen every single fucking month, like 100. percent So, thanks, dude. Like, I'm just saying, like, thank I, you for well, you know. well th thank you. I, I appreciate the kind words. No, that's awesome. Yeah. So. Yep. So we're also trying to plan for next month as well, too. I'm not saying what's going on, but hopefully we can have something awesome happen. If not, it'll be another episode like this. It's, it's going to be fucking awesome. What do you mean? <laughs> Even Let's if hope so. we honestly, okay, we just get, everyone get on Daniel about the, the, the schedule. If we can get him on the schedule, we'll be good. Yeah, just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> just, uh, I don't know. All right. Well, this is Mr. Mario signing off. Thank you all for watching, listening, and all that, everyone. And if you all have any feedback or anything you want us to cover later on, please, on YouTube, in the comment section, let us know. We do value that feedback. We much appreciate it and all that fun stuff. <laughs> signing as close as I can. I've got, like, two feet of cable. This is all I have, dude. Like, I can't go further than this right here. This is it. <laughs> so like, this is as close as I can get to my camera before it starts pulling my ear off. You can see right there. Oh. But uh, <laughs> anyways, um... Daniel from Modbot, and thank you guys as always for tuning in. And hopefully, um, next month. Well, next month is going to work out, but hopefully, next month works out in the sense of, you know, wink the face, <laughs> the thing. Yeah, the thing. Um, he's getting breast implants, and so we're hoping that. No, we're not I'm not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's getting skinny, so that way they can measure them correctly for his body. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. It's Sunday night. Anyways, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thank you guys for watching. Hope you guys enjoyed the live stream. And Mr. Mario, like he said, has got all of the shit um, going on the podcast and um, like for audio versions. And then again, it will be available via YouTube once it's done doing its whole processing and rendering and all that good stuff. So um, thank you guys for tuning in. Peace. Out. <laughs>